1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase
2: necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website
0: for details.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Terran Show. This week, I talked with one of my co-hosts here on Rob's Podcast, Jacob Jones. He is known for his uh, ridiculous beliefs on cats and their ability to uh, suffocate you as well as many other things. He recently moved to New York, and so uh, we open up talking about that primarily and uh, and his job, but it's always a good time talking to Jacob Jones. I hope all of you enjoy The Terrence Show.
0: He is not human, he is like a machine, making
2: more podcasts than you've ever seen. Now he's finally back from him, cuz he sure missed you. It's the Tarrant Show. The Tarrant Show. Now he's all booted up and ready to go. It's the Tarrant Show. A simple name. We're a simple guy with a simple face. It's the Tarrant Show. How's it been settling in?
1: Oh, Tarrant, I have been so happy. Could you not? Yeah, so I've been so happy. I feel lighter. I feel more powerful. It's like, I mean, been in, being in Texas for 24 years, I mean, I'm, I'm young as, I'm young as hell. And so I was like, let me just get out. I feel like I'll thrive in New York. I have a lot of connections in New York and a lot of people. Um, and I went through like this, the job situation and I got a new job in New York. Mm-hmm. Then my current company was like, Hey, what can we do to keep you? And I was like, well, X, Y, and Z. They met all that stuff on Friday, last, last Friday. And so I'm just going to still work for them. And they gave me a promotion. And so I'm doing good. That's awesome. What's, uh, what did, what did you want? What did you get? So I wanted, of course, more money. Mm-hmm. Um, So I got that. And I thought that, They were going to like match my new salary that I got with the new company, but they exceeded it. And then I wanted my title change. So my title now is senior brand marketing specialist, which I love. I love adding that SR period. Oh yes. On top of things, it just gives me that extra bit of dick power to really whip it. (laughs) Um, And I mean, and I get to stay remote and I was like, cause my new job in New York was going to be like a hybrid. So mm. remote and in person, I think they did Monday, Fridays, remote, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays in person. And as a person that's been doing remote for like two years, I was like, that's going to be a hard adjustment. Mm-hmm. It will be a dope way to meet people, but I can, I meet people. I can meet people. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't, so, you don't need your coworkers to be. Yeah, I don't your need friends. my coworkers. Yeah. I don't. So that's why, that's why we hit it like that. And so, but no, I've been, it's been, it's been so dope. Like, so, 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 and I, I haven't regretted a moment, even though I just moved here Wednesday. And then when I got here, I went straight to the barbershop, got a haircut. Um, and you know, walked around, I still have to go pick up a jacket. I have another puffer jacket. um waiting <laughs> for me at Zara. You see my little, well, this is partially my clothes mm. and the other half is in the closet. Isn't this beautiful though? Yeah. It's great. Hugh. So here we are. Is it, is you've color coded it? Yeah, I did it for like your purposes. So it can be very aesthetically pleasing, Mm. but it's probably not going to last like this for like another month or so. Yeah. But as long as I can do it, I'm going to do it. It's a very fall winter vibe, right? It is. Yeah. I'm a fall winter boy. Like that's all my clothes.
2: See, I'm, I'm, I'm becoming more of a, a summer boy.
1: I just met someone that lived in San Diego. Oh yeah. So wait, Terrence. So with my new company that I was going to work with, they had, they wanted me to come in because I would have started on Monday, next mm-hmm. Monday, the 13th. And they wanted me to come in because they had a marketing debrief, I had to sign an NDA and everything. And then, cause I was going to start so soon, they wanted me to have like before knowledge of everything. And so I went, I spent the whole day with them. In their office last Thursday, and then they had a marketing holiday party that I went to as well. So I feel like shit, <laughs> but I'm like I don't owe anyone anything. Yes, um, I, I honestly I felt so bad. I was like, uh, fuck it, I don't care.
2: Well, it's, well, tell tell me about this because I feel like this is is valuable uh, information. Because so you 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 got an offer? Did you accept? You accepted the offer from this place? I ex-
1: I accepted accepted the offer. And then once I accepted I was going to tell my current company, Hey, like I'm leaving, mm-hmm. uh, you know, put in my two weeks or so, do it that way. And so I moved to New York. I was in, when I moved to New York, I was like, okay, I'm going to work for this new company. When I told my current company, Hey, I like, because also this is my current company this is my first corporate job mm-hmm. outside of college. Like I graduated and I've been working for this um, tech company in Austin for, I mean, I stayed in, I stayed in my college for like six months, but I've been um, working for them. So this is like my first corporate job. Right. So I kind of worked my way up in this, in this company with the three, it's supposed to be three years in February that I've been working with them. And I told them, Hey, like I am, and I didn't also, I did not expect them to say, Hey, what can we do to keep you? I, I, I had an idea that some jobs did that, but I didn't mm-hmm. think I was that valuable to be honest. I was like, okay, they'll. I did like brand and reputation management, just like all the social media stuff. I was like, okay. You know, they'll they'll be okay, And so I told them and then my my boss, she was like, well, is there anything we can do to keep you? And I I still wasn't going to say I still was not going to say I was like, well, first off, I wasn't expecting this. But, hey, I mean, you know, if we can shoot for the, the, the realm, we can we can do it. And then she said, "Okay, let me talk to the chief marketing officer. But he was he was in Hawaii, not in the office. So and then I also I requested off work coming into this that last week, like two days. We have a limited PTO, which is good. But I like requested Wednesday off because I was moving and then Thursday off because I was going to my new company's office. And so I went and so I requested off. I haven't heard, I didn't hear from her, my, my current boss. And so I requested off from work Thursday. I went into the new company office. Loved it. People were so nice. It got me actually really excited about the company. And it's also, it's the tech company and it's called like DailyPay. I'm going to be in the marketing position. I was going to work with influencer marketing. So like getting influencers to partner with the company, create content, et cetera. And that's what I did before my current position at Freelance. And that's how, that's how I met Zach Ranch. actually. Oh, yeah. I used to do work for him um for like six months. And, and so, yeah, I went to the, my quote unquote new companies. Um, they had a marketing debrief. It was all day. I got there at 8.30. We left for the holiday party at three. Holiday party was at a bowling alley. They had all the food, all the alcohol, et cetera. And then the next day, I come back to my current position. It's remote, so I just logged into my computer. And I had like a one-on-one meeting with my um, boss, which we do every week. And she was like, hey, we we did it. I got everything to get checked off um, on the checklist. And I want you to be 100 percent certain that this is what you want to do, because, you know, you're in a new city and you may want to experience something new. Um, and I don't want you to like, oh, accept this job. And then three months later, be like, oh, you know, I think I'm going to find something local in New York even though my like when I signed my new offer yesterday, it didn't, it didn't say like, Hey, you have to, they didn't give me like a, Oh, you have to stay with the company. But it's kind of like a, I wouldn't even want to do that. You know, mm. It's you know, that's something that's like, I don't know, kind of grimy in a way, but like, I'm a grimy, I'm a grimy person. So, I <laughs> have it. um, and, but I just, I don't know. She's, she's very sweet and she's, she's very like motherly. She's, she's, uh, um, she's older. I mean, I'm the youngest one at my company by at least 10 years, mm. which is wild that's why they need you no tbh yeah that's why they need me taryn and so they did that Um, and so she was telling me hey we met and i was like oh wow like thank you and we have a very good relationship and i've talked to her about my position my work position a lot of times like one time someone told me that they got a promotion and taryn when i tell you i was pissed like I was actually livid. Like when I tell you, when, when I mean, and this person is my friend. So I felt bad for being pissed, But like friends as in coworkers, not mm-hmm. friends as in, hey, let's go out and grab a beer. Sometimes friends can turn into them, which I do have some, but this wasn't one of them. And she called me saying, hey, don't say anything. But I just got a promotion. I was like, Taryn, when I oh, Taryn. When I tell you, I was like beating on my walls. <laughs> I no, I'm not even exaggerating. I was so livid. I was like, "What?" And in my own house. Not when she told me. I was like, "Oh my goodness, congrats!" Like blah, blah blah. And I remember even throwing my Bible. I was throwing all of my books. I was like so mad. And I I messaged my boss on Zoom, and I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna step away. I need to clear my head. I'm pre- I'm like a petty bitch, so I want people to know that I'm pissed off." <laughs> And then she messaged back saying, oh, is everything okay? And then uh, she's also like a people pleaser, my boss is. And I was like, oh, just i um, going through something right now. I just need to clear my head. And we, and I said, we can talk about it tomorrow. <laughs> like, how dare me <laughs> as an employee tell my boss, oh, we can talk about it tomorrow. The pride, <laughs> the stride, the egotistical ways of Jacob Jones, right? And so uh, the next day. Um, I talked to her and I was like, yo, I didn't tell her that I knew that um, she was getting a promotion. I was just like, yo, like I've been here for like X amount of years and I've got promoted, but like I want something more X, Y, and, D, X, y, and Z. Cause I just did like brand reputation stuff, social media stuff. I wanted to happen to the paid side of things. I wanted to get back to why I originally wanted the position, which was like influencer marketing and etc. cetera. And I was like, I want all these things. And she was like, well, we're already working on like a, um sheet for you like a promotion for you already have the paperwork it's it's going to probably be done by the end of the year and i was like okay okay good but then i was like i want to move to new york this was month later and then i was i was very content in my position but then i had the decision of i want to move to new york right and i was like well i'm going to need some more paper because texas prices ain't new york prices mm. by far and I just learned that because, Taryn, literally, I got a haircut. And in Texas, I paid $30. I paid $55 mm-hmm. just for a little trim. I can learn this stuff on YouTube and really go <laughs> in the bathroom and give myself a little one-two real quick. But I was like, okay, this is... I felt very... Blah, 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 boom. Um, but then I had the decision. I want to move to New York. And I was like, let me start applying for different positions. I was applying for so many jobs, like out the ass, so many jobs and I had a couple of interviews and I think I'm very, when someone if someone can get me off a of paper and my paper is really good too, but if I feel like I'm just better execution wise mm-hmm. um, in, in front of the people, in front of yeah. the person and I feel like I can just like really bat my eyes and say my words with a cursive accent and really bring you in (laughs) and and so i was talking oh so i started applying for jobs and then i got this job and i was interviewing literally the interviews were i had one on monday and then she called me saying hey we want you to meet with someone else can you do like later this week i put the next day had the interview clocked it and then it was another availability sheet for another interview had that the next day i got the job offer on a friday i started the interview process on a monday and i was like oh we're good right Mm -hmm. And so I accepted the offer. I was like, Oh, perfect. Um, I negotiated my salaries because I wanted more and I got it. And I, you know, signed the dotted line and I hoodwinked them. And I feel bad. I I genuinely feel bad because they took me out for lunch. They invited me to the holiday party. I had to sign an NDA. And I emailed them actually this morning to tell them, I'm sorry, but F it. I'm in an era in my life. I just want to say F it to everyone. And, not every, sorry, not effort to everyone, but like, I want, I want to be very selfish with my time yeah. and my resources and what I, I'm young. I'm fine as hell. I, uh, you know what I mean? Like my life is just a can of vanilla pudding that I just can't wait to dive into.
2: Well, it's also like, um, like you, you don't owe a, a company, anything, right? Like yeah, that, uh,
1: that I haven't even started at.
2: Yeah. I mean, even, even a company you've worked, in my opinion, right? Like, cause I, I have so many friends that you know they work for companies and you know they they really try to push the like oh, we're a family like uh, I know we're, we're, like don't <laughs> like uh, like words like uh, you know but but it's a com- like they are making all mm-hmm. the money they're exactly. paying you a tiny bit of what you actually produce um and and you don't owe the company anything now you can have individual relationships at the company yeah. maybe um but even those are often like just tainted by the politics and everything
1: honestly uh, and the power John- dynamics. You're so right. That's what, that's why I made the decision because I just need to make myself happy. These companies, they're going to find someone else. You know how easy it is to just re-up do the, um, the interview application process or the description, job description for, you know, my role again. And so the only person that I owe anything to in my career wise is myself Mm -hmm. and wait, Taryn, I, when you send me a message, I was very, I was like, Oh my gosh, because I was like, oh, wow, this is, I feel very like, blah, 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 boom, you know, very mm-hmm. voluptuous, very, I just felt very longed for.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I, you know, it really, I say this a lot, but like this podcast is really just an excuse for me to like talk to people. Um, yeah. And so <laughs> obviously uh, you were, you know, uh, on my list. I want, I need to talk to Jacob
1: Jones. I know. And I feel like it's been so long since I've, since we've talked. I know do you miss me you miss me you should miss me a lot i do why don't you call I me i feel like i bought about Tara, i don't even have your number you do not have my number no uh are we just twitter friends taron are we just twitter friends i'm actually disgusted how come you never asked me about my like asking me for my number aj could like hit me up and i thought you were like a snooty person in a sense of where you kind of just have your friends on like your even if you do podcasts with them you just have them like okay just stay in my twitter dms don't don't and don't infuse yourself into my actual life <laughs> and i was i never so i was never offended that was like i never i would of course love to talk to you at any given moment and you suck at responding to twitter dms um at a timely manner mm. and i just you know i was i just never took offense to that but no i would love your number um just to text you every now and then I have everyone else's, not everyone else's numbers, but I have a few people. But yeah, I don't even have yours. And I feel like I've talked to you probably the most. Um, And so it's very weird. Well, we're going to have to rectify the situation. If you actively rectify, not just like okay, when we get done, oh, we're gonna be back to being Twitter um, associates, and I'll send you a couple of funny DM and say like, you know, if you're on a podcast, I'll compliment your shirt or the or the nature of the lighting um, in your surroundings, like I typically do. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I would like you to do that to me. I do what? Compliment your shirt? No, just just give me the Jacob Jones treatment that I give Taryn Armstrong. Well, what, what, what's included in the Jacob Jones package? Um, first is great vibes. Okay. I feel like I, I feel like we've got good vibes. Yeah. I feel like we've got good vibes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do feel like we got good vibes. So you don't really have to work on that. Um, but you know, just hit me up out of the blue and just saying, yo, what's up? Or I don't know if you see something that I did like, oh my gosh, Jacob, like, dang, you know, just like, mm, just like drop a, drop a couple golden nuggets my way. <laughs> a couple golden nuggets. Okay. Wait, Taryn, what's your what's your love language?
2: My love language, uh it's definitely not texting. That's uh
1: oh, I feel like that's I feel like that's very evident. Yeah. And texting is so would you say quality because texting is not a love language. But I got what you. Do you know the love languages?
2: Um I one of them is touch, one of them is gifts. Mhm. Quality time. Mm -hmm. look at you uh acts
1: Acts of of service service. is that the same thing as gifts though no no it's not the same thing it's um quality time feeling well not feeling is it what is it um what's when you touch someone that you like like physical touch yes so quality time physical touch acts of service gifts is it four i feel like it's one more that i'm missing it's got to be one more yeah but mine isn't the other one it's, it's not the other uh, No, isn't the other one. I would have remembered it. What is it? Hold on. I'm looking it up. Look, like it's, it's either five or six. Oh, my um, God. Why is it so hard to find? It, it should not be. Because it should not. What are the five love Oh, it's five love words, words of words. affirmation. Words of affirmation. Mm, okay. I am kind of big on words of
2: affirmation. Uh, yeah, I, I I appreciate words of affirmation. Um, and I'm also like, uh, I'm a big touch person, but not with many people.
1: <laughs> I cannot imagine you being a big, big touch person at all. Like,
2: I, I, it's, 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 it's like a, there's a, there's a very, I don't know what the word for the graph is, but it's basically like, don't touch me until you touch reach me. a certain point, And then it's like, okay,
1: now, uh, now I'm a touch person. You can person. touch me. Yeah. Uh, okay what's that what's that certain point of you wanting to be touched um very very few who who has the who has the um the wherewithal to touch taryn uh and somebody i'm dating and jacob jones basically as it should be yeah uh, taryn as it should be um I physical touch. You can grab me, swing me, hug me, touch me, <laughs> pinch me, lick me, kiss me. like Taryn, any type, but I agree. It has to be by like, it, you know, don't, you know, if I don't know you come up and, you know, grab my ass. Yeah. First yeah. Off, that sexual harassment. Yeah. Um, but if it's by the right person, then I'm going like, okay, I'm joking, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's not, I I'm very physical touch though. Also very much. So not, Honestly, I was about to say quality time, but since COVID, my I would say my like demeanor and personality kind of switched a lot with my interpersonal relationships. Yeah. It's 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 a really like hard thing because when COVID hit, I was in Austin and I I I was very comfortable with just being by myself. Mm -hmm. And because before COVID, I'm a very extroverted person and I was way more extroverted. You know, I was a, what what year did COVID happen? Actually, funny story, COVID hit Austin, not hit Austin, but the restrictions came down a day before my birthday. My birthday's on March 14th. Mm -hmm. Restrictions, they basically shut this shit down on March 13th. Um, And I went, I scheduled a dinner and then we couldn't go out because literally that day it was, everything was dead. So I just had like a little movie night with three people at my place. But I was really I just got graduated from college. I not not just graduated, but I was I graduated from college in a new city in Austin. I was very like a people's person out and about. And when COVID hit, I was very comfortable just being by myself and just hanging out with myself and watching what I wanna watch, doing what I wanna do, not really having to be considerate of anyone else. And I at the time I thought I was striving, but I don't think I was striving to like the best potential that Jacob Jones could be thriving. I think I was just okay because this is a different sector that i probably never had just like all this time to do whatever i want to and kind of seclude myself and it was it was a hard time especially coming out of it and wanting to like feel reconnected with people and be reconnected with people because i kind of secluded myself a lot of the times and I, i got into so many different things into um into COVID like was when i started playing sequester like online i started getting to and so those like i had actual friends um i mean some some of the people from sequester when i play like are my actual friends too not saying that but i had like actual real life you know touch me see me talk to me friends and um when i started playing sequester it was during COVID, and it was like my life was i don't know why the hell i i mean it's Fun game, but I put so much energy in that mind space. I think it's because like it was just in my room, I could do it at any time. It was a fun, you know, it was a simulation of Big Brother, love the games that I love. Um, but all of my like time and attention and my sleep schedule re- revolved around like an online game with like online people that I had never met, never knew of. And it definitely like made my and I was for for a while too. And so I was going to say, I think, I think I am quality time now with people who I want to have quality time with, but it's definitely different before COVID during COVID and now after COVID Just how I am. Yeah. Um, you know, well
2: it's probably, it's probably like a good thing to know about yourself now that like, uh, like you are okay, you know, alone. Mm -hmm. I think that's, uh, I think that's important. Uh, for everybody that uh, you don't just you don't have to be alone, but it's I yeah. think it's important to know that you can so that you're not uh, like compromising yourself because of the need to not be alone. If That makes sense.
1: Oh, t- trust me, that compromise for me. And I think I still I, I still I agree with what you said. I think I now am able to be alone and be comfortable in that and not need another person or just another being there to supply me with what i can supply my own stuff with Mm -hmm. and actually i recently um started looking into attachment styles do you know anything Mm -hmm. about that yeah and do you know what you are uh i could look i could look up the definitions. i maybe guess i am anxious attachment which basically that means, hell, I don't know, because I looked this up a good two months ago, so I'm going to go through my little notes on my phone, but I believe anci- Anxious Attachment, oh, I wrote a whole novel over it. Um, it's basically, we have these unmet needs, and we have to get our meat's net through up. We have to get our meat, our let me get a little swig of water, Chuck. because my lips, I just have about the to shower too, Taryn. I was like, I wanted to come clean for you, you know? Mm. But anxious attachment styles is basically where we have all these unne- unmet needs and we go to people to meet those needs instead of fulfilling those needs within ourselves. And but the goal for an uh, anxious attachment person is to become extremely good on both ends. That means healthy interdependence, meaning I can meet my own needs fifty percent of the time. Um you know that people aren't around and then also when people are around i still want them to like meet some needs because we're people and we, we were meant to be in community and in relationships with other people and so you know but i just i oftentimes can fall into the lineage of just wanting the attention or my needs met from an outside being other than myself and for the longest i feel like i struggled with that but now i'm kind of being more comfortable in my own place, with my own self, mm-hmm. um, you know, still would love to you know get wine, go to drinks with people, but it's it's not that severe for me. I don't get. I used to get. I mean, I'm I'm young as hell, and in a lot of ways emotionally immature. In the aspect of like relationships and friendships, because I'm also. Not like an attention whore, but I like attention, and I like I like for you, I like for people to want me. And mm-hmm. if I don't feel like wanted, it's like okay, then I'm just not even going to be here. I'm not and like if you don't show me that at a point in time, it was very hard for me because of, I hated being in group settings because if I wasn't the one like getting, like the attention. If someone else was telling a joke I would like laugh and kiki but then I would want to tell a joke and if I didn't get to like the rest and I wanted it would completely turn me off I'd be like ah and so that was younger Jacob college Jacob mm. 18 to 22 Jacob I'm 24 now so I've grown and experienced life and I started going to therapy not too long ago well I stopped because I was moving to New York and I was like let me say my few coins that I do have <laughs> Yeah. Um. you know but I'm probably going to get back into it but but yeah, all all that to say, anxious anxious attachment styles. I discovered it, and it has been really like beneficial in my relationships and my friendships. Just to kind of like discover what ticks me off. How am I best served? How am I, how are my needs best met? And it's just trying to, for me to be more self-reflective in any capacity that I can. I'm trying to do that. I'm in a new city, meeting new people. I don't want to go into them like, Hey, I met you this. I met you the other day. Why aren't you texting me every five minutes to go get coffee or go grab a drink? You know? Um, And so it's a, it's a, a cool thing to know about yourself, but also it's a challenging thing and a cool thing to actively implement those things to not have you go to your vices, i.e. people, i.e., you know, having just others meet your needs. And so it was a funny, cute thing.
2: Yeah. Well, where, where do you think that came from? Like, uh, like, um, how, how did you
1: develop that? I don't, I don't exactly know where it came from. I mean, I probably have childhood trauma. I just being honest, I probably do. I'm the youngest, but my childhood wasn't bad. My family is, my family is, very unintentional with each other um like if we, if I go home right now just for the holidays I, I'm the youngest of three um I have an older my sister's the oldest, and I have an older brother, and then my mom and my dad got divorced when I was like five or so. And so if I go home right now, my mom's remarried. My dad got remarried like twice. Um, but didn't work. My my dad, yo, my dad's one of the funniest people. He also, my mom name is Rhonda, right? And then he had a wife after my mom named Wanda. No. And my brother, and no, my brother made the joke one night. Um, it was me, my sister, my brother, and my mom and my dad all eating. And then my stupid brother, he said, Hey, when you're in the bedroom, do you ever accidentally call her Rhonda? And luckily his wife at the time was not there. He was like, my dad was like, boy, don't play like that. <laughs> I like that. I mean, it was so funny. I guess my mom, my dad has a type for those wah, raw names. Um, but I think it probably came from childhood trauma because we're very unintentional. And anytime that I like need, need something met, it never got fulfilled. And I think I was always longing for that. Not saying I wasn't raised in a loving household, but. I think and it, cause I, I'm an emotional person as well. I'm a Pisces.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I'm also, I don't really know about Enneagram stuff, but I'm a Pisces. And I don't like when people say like, Oh, I'm a Leo. So I get into fights. I don't, yeah. I don't like when people like to use that excuse, but, and I don't even know that much about Pisces other than we're sensitive at times and we're emotional. You're just, you're but just I'm emotional. Just, yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just emotional and I'm really in tune with my feelings And, and I think I never had those when I was a kid, never had those like heard out or like understood when I was like pissed off or sad, it was like, yo, what's wrong with you? Get yourself together. And I think I've always longed for that. Mm -hmm. And I just don't think I ever had it, you know? And so, but we thrive and we're okay. I think I do have childhood trauma. Yeah. Um,
2: Yeah. I I mean, I think it's, I think it's tough. Uh, Like, I don't know how. Impacting it was for you, but like, uh, like divorces, uh, or mm-hmm. like, you know, splitting up of your parents can be difficult. Having to go back and forth if that was something that you did, like, all of these things I think do, uh, leave an imprint, right? Like, uh, and, mm-hmm. and you don't necessarily have like a great, um, and I'm making a lot of assumptions right now, but, uh, yeah. but the, it's usually pretty, pretty similar. You don't usually have like a great, uh, example of like how a healthy relationship uh, is supposed to look like. Um, and you have needs that are probably emotional needs that are probably not being met. And then also, uh, you know, uh, as, as a, as a boy growing up, you're not really Mm. supposed to be emotional. Um, and, uh, and I know for myself, like I learned very quickly that the fewer emotions that I, uh, sort of like, uh, portrayed like outwardly mm-hmm. uh, the more people would like me um, yeah. and so like that's just like uh, you know how I developed into somebody that people would like uh, so like you know mm-hmm. I <laughs> I think there are a lot of ways that these things really like slowly just encroach upon your your personality and, and your your mentality
1: I think so too and a funny story not a funny probably traumatic but I just say a funny just uh, I guess soften the blow for me but it was, I was, my parents got divorced when I was six or five, one of those ages. And I remember my dad got home really late one night and I was, in, I was five or six or probably four, whatever age, whatever is the last age that you stop sleeping with your parents when you're young. I was the age. I think that varies. About, it, yeah, it does. So it, I was five or six, five or five, six, four or five, six, one of those, one of those ages. And my dad came home and my, I guess my mom was up. I was sleeping, but I woke up, Right. And this probably goes, it probably is traumatic because I still remember it, but my dad came in and then my, he laid down in bed and my mom like turned up and was like, John, I want a divorce. And I didn't even know what that meant. And I just felt like it was something bad because I always fought and I just knew it was something bad. And so I got up and I went to my sister's room. And then, I mean, they got divorced, but I oftentimes bring that up to my mom. Like, Hey, do you remember that? She's like, no, I don't. I'm like, I do. Yeah. It's probably something I should like reveal to my therapist to see, like, you know, does that play into my relationships that I do have, um, or, you know, if any. And so it's so always something that I remember that I like mm-hmm. laugh at that. Huh? This is a fun fact. I was in the room with my <laughs> with my my mom. Said, "Hey, I want a divorce." Like, how traumatic is that? To her? Oh my gosh, so so traumatic. Um, but you know, it's they they weren't meant to be, and you know, it's I mean, it's fine. I was so young. I don't think it had that big of an impact. The divorce, I don't think did, but I think not having a like a fatherly figure in my life i think that did like Mm -hmm. probably a number on me that i probably wouldn't have said a year ago i think just being you know introspective into my life i because i was talking to someone and they were like who's like a father figure and i don't really think i have one um of course other than daddy taryn but um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> See how I like cover up these traumatic moments. I'm like, okay, we're getting too serious. Now. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, let me throw a joke in. Such a, such a, um, it's a, um, uh, what do they call it? An avoidance, mm-hmm. um, mechanism, but let's dive into it. Um, but yeah, I think not having like a present cause I saw him and we went over to his house. I kid you not me and my dad, my dad took me out to eat. I moved to New York last Wednesday on the 1st me and my dad went out to eat on Monday to the Monday before. I kid you not probably the first time it's just been me and him. And since he picked me up from like elementary school in a car, Mm -hmm. so wild to think about. And I was like, Oh, this probably was going to be awkward, but it wasn't my dad's like a jokester and a very charismatic guy. But I just thought I was like, wow, that's so disturbing like this is the first time that I'm like actually like as a grown-up and I've been like a grown-up for a minute now and I've also been a teen for a minute now um, but it's just not something that we just don't have that relationship but I also don't think it's weird that we don't have that relationship because we never had it but the love is also not lost because anytime we get on the phone he'll call me today's actually his birthday I called him when I was walking typically because I'm like when I call him I'm like oh what can we actually talk about for like more than 10 minutes and so i call him when i'm about to do something else so i have an excuse like yeah (laughs) because just to make it like less awkward like hey we're just hanging on the phone but um typically we will call each other but probably like every like five months six months and it'll be hey he'll call me hey what are you doing oh nothing just chilling what are you doing oh i'm just driving Oh, all right then we'll just call and check up on you all right love you love you too and that'll be it and then we'll just do it like another time and then if i see them you know if we take them out me and my siblings take them out for like father's year or something like that it won't be weird i just think that's how the relationship is and i don't see it changing but so i think that's probably where it goes back to mm-hmm. me wanting um i think i've always been very comfortable with like women because I have a mom that I lived with like permanently. Mm-hmm. And then my, old my sister was like the oldest child. So she kind of took, you know, the oldest oftentimes takes a more parental approach to their younger siblings. And especially we were boys and then she's the only girl. And so I think having, relationships with women is oftentimes much more easier for me and comforting to me Mm -hmm. because I have always found a security in them with my mom and my sister. And so that's not something that I had to question. I either love or like their loyalty is just how they feel about me. I never have to question it, even though they can be pissed at me or mad at me at moments. I still know they're like, Hey, they love me. I think with like I me, mean, it's oftentimes such a weird relationship, even in friendships, how I can, how I could, how I, I get into a place where I'm feeling like, yo, I don't feel secure. I mean, in a friendship or whatever the case may be with, with the um, male species mm-hmm. species. And I think it goes back to like, I feel like I just never came out the womb, not really having that security. And I think it's plagued a lot of my like, um like relationships and, Yeah, it's it's a weird, it's a weird, it's a weird place to be because you always like long for that, and it's easier for me just to go to women to find like all these you know warm things. Um, And I I discovered that probably like a a year or so two ago. Why why I feel very like insecure in friendships or relationships with men versus feeling like very secure in like relationships or friendships with women. I think that's how it goes back to. Yeah.
2: I mean, that make, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, if you no, didn't have you that presence. Me.
1: I really, yeah. It's so, it's so funny because in, in all of like, even my relationships with men and women, I look at it and I'm like, huh, I, I act completely different. Mm-hmm. And I, it go, it really goes back. It really goes back to that because in relationships with women, I'm very, it's, it's easy for me because it's, it's what like, I'm used to per se, and it's what I'm comfortable with. And it's, again, me not having to second guess their feelings for me. With men at times, I feel like I've just fallen to a very insecure bag. And I'm like a bad bitch. Do you know what I mean? So why the hell am I insecure? But it's like, you know, the baddest of us can be, we struggle, we all struggle with something. And it's, it's knowing, effectively knowing how to maneuver around that. Um, just being open to like talk about that and discover new ways of how you can be. And I think being, being retrospective in my life, it's a, it's easier for me to see like the ways that I have been insecure and have been like very needy in, in certain ways. Um, and then how to fix that. I mean, nothing's wrong with needy. Like I, you know, I like attention. I like my needs to be met, but at certain times it can fall into an unhealthy bag where I'm putting all of this on this one person because I just don't feel that security, um, mm-hmm. with them. And so it's a, it's a weird type of dichotomy that we all live in, and you know I'm just gonna call my call my parents and like cuss them out later on and say thank you so much <laughs> for all of the trauma that I'm going through from me being in bed you want divorce it everything just a rip of a new asshole, uh, you know, and so it's 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 really it's weird, but. Mm, so it's an interesting thing.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, at the same time, like, uh, most of the time people, people are just doing their best. Right. And like, uh, yeah. you know, I think that's a, a big thing about, um, like I, I think your parents are going to do things wrong always. Uh, mm-hmm. and as a parent, someday potentially you are going to do things wrong. Uh, and I think usually like just your intentions are, are what matter more than anything else because you're not gonna be able to get everything right. And I think also being able to accept that as the child, uh, can yeah. be helpful. Uh I know for 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 me, uh, that was that was big. Like when I started looking at my parents not as like these uh, devious people that were trying <laughs> to torture me. Um, but as just like uh, just a couple of people that had no idea what they were doing and, you know, had their own you know issues and stuff like that. Uh, it's I think it's 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 very helpful in that sense um, to be able to kind of like come to peace with that sort of yeah. thing
0: At LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. BGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?
2: laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh
0: ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumba
1: chumbacasino.com
0: no purchase necessary Forward, by law. 18 plus Trends and apply. See website for details
1: um, do you want kids uh yeah
2: yeah someday I think
1: <laughs> I think I think it'll be I think it'll be cute to see you with like you know a son or daughter your son walking around in like cargo shorts
2: <laughs> cargo uh, shorts I don't know yes. I don't think so <laughs> that's not your bag I feel like that's your bag no oh no cargo shorts I mean maybe, we never see when you when from I was in middle
1: school okay <laughs> we, I mean we never see you from you know the the waist below so right now I'm rocking some some sweatpants. Okay, right now I'm rocking sweatpants. Yeah. That I I want kids I want a girl and a boy. I want my son to be named. I actually have a tattooed on me. I don't know if you can see. What is that? It's H E I R Air. Oh, okay. Yeah. How dope would a son Air Jones? Air Jones. That's that's good. Yeah. Shoot me down, Terrence. Shoot me down. I feel like I <laughs> feel like it works
2: either way too.
1: Like it could be a, a boy or a Air. girl. Oh yeah, I oh, I thought you meant like the other way you flip the last names and the first names. Oh, it could work. It could, but I want if I do have a girl, I want um her name to be Zeal, Z E A L. Zeal. Zeal Jones. We can call her for short Zealy. You know, having my kids. Yo, Air, did, did you did you pick up your sister from school? <laughs> Eric, get in that kitchen and zeal. Get in that kitchen and clean up. You know what I mean? I just like, I sometimes walk the streets of New York recently and just yell, like, hey, Eric, come on. I'm about to leave. We're about to, the the cops gonna come and get you. You know how parents scare their kids. Like, come on. And, you know, but I'm 24. I don't want any kids anytime soon. Mm -hmm. But actually, a point in time I did, like a point in time I thought like, oh, I'll have kids by now, honestly. Which is so weird. I'm such a, like how, I look at my life and as a parent, I don't get how you can have a civilized life and also have kids in this day and age because you have to wake up. Like you work like a shift. You work like a nine to five. So you work in corporate America, work a nine to five, right? Or eight mm-hmm. to five or however long they do you. That's where you spend the majority of your time. And then you have to wake your kids up, take them to school, and go to work. You get home from work at six, go pick up, you know, pick up the kids at like 536, feed them, do their homework. Probably right now it's about seven o'clock say I don't know what age you've seen your kids the best in the bed and then you tire because you got to wake up and do the same thing again mm-hmm. I look at my life and I'm like how the hell can I have a baby bring the baby to an adult and still be centered it's, yeah. it's so parents deserve the utmost credit because they give so much and sacrifice so much and i'm just not in a sacrificial place at this time hopefully i will be in the future but it's so it's so hard it's so hard in this day and age yeah i mean
2: that's that's the thing for me too i i always you know again growing up the way i did i I always knew that i would never have kids unless i was like a thousand percent ready i knew that i could basically just like dedicate my life to right like um Mm -hmm. and i and i i recognize also that like I don't think you can entirely dedicate your life to a child. Like you need to have something for yourself as well. But like, I know that I need to be in a place where uh, like I have the time, the resources uh, and like the emotional capacity and maturity to make sure that like I am doing everything possible to, uh, and you know, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably know me at this point. Uh, like, uh, like, uh, when I played, sequ- I, I was, when I played sequester, I, I went all in, I did, I did everything I possibly could to, to rig the game. Like, uh, like that's just who I am. And so that's what the energy I would have to bring to a child. Um, and that's why like, uh, like, I don't think I'm anywhere close to, to
1: ready for that at this point, but you know, we'll see. Yeah. Taryn, did you like me on sequester? Yeah. You did. I, you was rooting for me, I, which I really appreciate it. Yeah, you were you were fantastic
2: on the uh, on the live version, especially.
1: And I feel like it's so. I know you have to specify for the live version because Taryn did talk shit. I think about me on the online version, on the winners I, version. I, yeah, on the winners version. That's why I was very when I when I was started to do podcasting, I was very like nervous with you because <laughs> like, I was like, oh, I don't think Taryn like necessarily, but that didn't mean you liked me because you were critiquing like X Y or Z. But that game was so it was so tr- it's dramatic. For I was just mm-hmm. like, no, on- I was like, Child, get me out of here immediately um but the live version was so fun, and i think people i don't think people expected me to be how i was Mm -hmm. um on there because i come across like even when it's just starting out because i think that was right in my first season of doing podcasting too was was big brother 22 all-stars big brother 22 all-stars um yeah probably yeah so that was the first season i started doing podcasts for and i was all like just you know i was very nervous very new um not really as expression as i am now because i just feel like i'm free balling it now you know what i mean mm-hmm. um but i feel like people definitely got to see a fun more entertaining um devilish side of me which i loved and i i went into the game wanting to play that way so it was super it was super funny to do it and you know be a little villain error for a moment yeah uh well okay <laughs> so
2: uh so you've, you've talked a bit about like, um, you know, some of the insecurities that you have, but you are also, you know, Jacob Jones. Uh, where do you find and, and I think this ties back to what you were talking about with your with your job as well, because I think that a lot of people would have trouble. Um, and I'm sure you did have trouble, right? Like, cause it's a difficult thing to like accept an offer mm-hmm. and then be like, actually, yeah. um, but uh, yeah. you also like, uh, you know, without even stopping down, like, yeah, I negotiated my salary and like, uh, mm-hmm. I asked for these things and they gave it to me. And so I turned the other one down. Um, a lot of people would have a ton of difficulty just doing those things, any one of those things, let alone the oh, yeah. combination of all of them. Um, you know, wh- where do you get that sort of uh, just like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go for it.
1: Um, I still don't think I necessarily have it. I watched a lot of YouTube <laughs> videos on how to negotiate your salary. Um, it just, I literally watched like probably, five uh, I mean, still though, right? Like salary. you still had to but do it. To, like voice that. I was still very nervous when I knew I wanted to do it. Just mm-hmm. like, Hey, I'm going to like, you know, want X, Y, and Z. I was still very nervous. Um, I, I Honestly, I'm in like a new space where I, I kid you not, I really don't give a damn. Like mm-hmm. I want to make myself happy at the age of 24 and I'm going to do anything possible that I can to make that happen. I feel like for so long um, I felt very stagnant um until I was just like, yo, I need to, you know, be the author of my own life and that's very cliche but it was like let me take let me do what i want to do how i want to do it in a very respectable you know um kind manner but let me just do do what i want to do and what makes me happy and i think once me realizing that's my objective it's not to get to because also i know that i'm not going to be in i'm in marketing right now i know i'm not going to be in marketing forever i don't plan on being in marketing forever I don't plan on being. um, I don't plan like. I don't plan on having like a tradition traditional job. I plan on being a fucking super superstar, Taryn. Literally, you know. I don't know what that means, but I have just so many high like hopes for myself and for my life and how I see my life going. That this is a portion of my life. It's not my entire life, so I can if I can make this portion amazing, then I'm going to do it. And if that means, you know garnishing the gravitas to go to my, you know, employer or my offer letter at the time and say, like, hey, like I really want these things because I know what type of lifestyle that I want to live. And if you don't fight for, who else is going to fight for it for you? And companies they have Okay, companies have more money that they can give away um, and they don't openly say that. And that's what, that's what the YouTube videos taught me. <laughs> <laughs> and so they have a lot of more, more money that they can give away and it, people just like me to ask um, and just need to be like, yo, I know my craft. I do my craft very well. And I want it to be, you know, correctly compensated for it. Um, and, I know what I do and I know that I I do it well and I have fun and I feel like I'm a great person to be around. So my work experience, my people's experience and my energy, everything is a dollar sign attached to it. So if I'm communicating with you and I'm bringing a smile, I'm feeling like, Hey, that should be more money because I'm an awesome person. So I think that's probably where it necessarily came from. I just, I want the best for myself, especially now moving to a new city, um, a big city and, Having so many like options at my disposal, I I want to have fun. Yeah. And I want to, I want to do what I want to do and how I want to do it. And yeah, I'm in a very fun era right now. Yesterday was Monday, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. We're doing this on Tuesday. Yes. Yesterday was Monday. And I was very emotional because it was my first Monday in New York. And I was in Texas before and I was very emotional because I felt very productive and I was filled with just so much joy. And I really never experienced that on a, on a Monday in years because with my job in Texas, I felt like I was very stagnant in Texas and I wasn't growing. I just got out of a relationship like a year, but then COVID. And so it was like very still very secluded in a lot of ways. And I just felt like, I just felt very stagnant, very stagnant and um moving to New York. I was like, it it was it was kind of like my life was mundane like i woke up worked hung out with a couple of friends like two two groups of friends a week nothing much life-giving and i was so thankful yesterday just walking around the city and going to coffee shops and talking to different people i was very like happy and content in a long time in my life i was like wow this is like This is like, this is bringing a smile on my face. Like I walked in target, I, you know, I bought some gummy bears and walked the streets eating it with playing a Dell album in my ear. And it was like my own mini concert. And it was like a really amazing. And so I think just wanting the best for myself and knowing that I can achieve the best for myself and knowing that where I'm at right now is probably not where I'm going to be. It eases the process a lot.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, I think it's probably useful just to hear that it was still very nerve wracking for you. Right. Like, oh, yeah. that's like, uh, even, even you who is like, yeah, yeah it's, uh, yeah. Va- va- you, pools. Um, <laughs> you know, you're still like, uh, inside like, Oh God. Um, but cause, cause everyone does, you know, and I think mm-hmm. that a lot of people, they, they would like see somebody like you who's, who's just like, I'm just going to, move, I'm going to uh, negotiate yeah. a new job, whatever it is. Uh, and they'd be like, man, I, I could never be like that. Uh, I'm too nervous about it. Um, but like mm. you were very nervous about it as well. And I, oh, I think, yeah. I think um, you're clearly like a very introspective person as well. Like you've been thinking a lot mm-hmm. about yourself and, and, uh, and, and how you feel and how you uh, act. And, um, and I think that uh, it seems to me like you have done a thing that it takes Usually, people longer to do, which is that like mm-hmm. usually, in order to sort of get yourself out of that rut, it needs to really start digging into you, and it needs to be pressing you so hard that you can't really do anything but leave. Um, mm. Where you are, like, you know what? Why would I wait? Why would I waste no, time literally. here?
1: Uh, let me just bounce right now. Um, I'm not going to let that thing press on me. My mom was not very happy with like my decision to move. She, yeah, uh, again, I'm the youngest, and and so she had a lot of and all of my siblings, all my family still lives in Texas and Dallas from originally from. And I remember I called her and so I called her after I already broke my lease, paid off my lease. And it was, you know, I was like, basically was going to be homeless in a month. And so I called her after I just did it. And I was like, Hey, I'm thinking about, you know, moving to New York. Like, what do you think about that? Even though I already broke my lease and I didn't tell her that I actually did it right then. And she said, I don't think I don't think you should. I like I, I just I don't think I don't I'm, I'm nervous. Uh, let let me let me let me just breathe one second. All on the phone. Let me breathe one second. Like I just don't. It's a, it's a big city. I don't know if you're ready for it. I think you should just stay and finish your lease. Finish your lease and just stay in Austin. Like Austin's not bad. You like Austin. Like just stay. You know, and, and just just stay. And I think in her mind, if I stayed, it was going to change my mind on going to New York. Um, but I'm kind of a person where I also called my sister, and my brother before I called her to say like, hey, I broke my lease. I'm about to move. They're like, "Oh my gosh, good for you, X, Y, and Z." And so, if my mom really did give me that big pushback, I'm gonna say, "Well, I already talked to my siblings, and they're already for it." And because my mom, she hates when me and my siblings fight. And so, seeing that, like, we're all in camaraderie. Com- how do is camaraderie, camaraderie? With on a subject, I feel like would make her like, "Oh, okay, my heart <laughs> softened." Uh, but no, she still was like, "No." And then it was so funny because. After I told her I was moving, after I brought the conversation up and then I called her again and said, yeah, I, I'm I'm going to move. And this was like, I still didn't tell her I broke my leash yet. I was just like, yeah, I'm going to move. I'm not thinking about it. I'm going to do it. We got to another 30 minute conversation. And then she called me back at 7 p.m. that night um, saying, you know, it's going to be cold when you move. I don't think you should move when it's cold. It's like, it's going to be too cold. I don't think you should move. You're going to be suffering. You don't have the, uh, apparel to, to, um, to, you know, be in the cold. And I was like, mom, I'm, I'm, I'm moving. Yeah, I'm moving. I'm, I'm moving. And I think with my mom, she didn't leave the house until like, she went to college, of course. Um, but she didn't move. She didn't leave. She, after college, she went back to live with her parents. She didn't leave till she got married to my dad. Um, and I was like at 25, 24. And so I think that's how she just saw a lot of like what we should do. You know what I mean? Like why go to, you know, New York and, um, or why kind of leave if you are like entering that next chapter in your life? But no one else writes the next chapter of my life besides me and what what I see best fit. My mom, like she knows me. Yes. But you know, when you become a certain age, you don't tell your mom everything, you know, you're like going through like, Hey, I'm not happy. Or I'm not like, I just feel very stagnant. And in this place, it's kind of like, no, I want to move because I just want to experience something different. And especially me being the youngest and the only child to not now live in Texas, it was very hard for her. But again, I know what's, I, your parents oftentimes can guide you in the direction that they think is best and they come from the purest intention. And sometimes it is best for you, you know, but the type of person that I am, the type of, you know, how I operate, I'm like, a. if I'm going to do something, I'm going to like, you know, swing for the fences. And if I fail by moving to New York, then I do. And I come back to Texas and I, you know, live with y'all for a couple of months and then I find my own place. You know what I mean? Like try to get my feet back together. But I'm always willing to take that risk and bet on myself because I just know the type of person I am, and I know the type of personality I have to bust through windows if I can. Yeah, so,
2: yeah. I think, and I think that's the right mindset to take. I mean, I think that there are situations where, like, um, like, uh, like, because, because this isn't a situation where it's like there's some, like, you're not moving because uh, like somebody is in New York. That's telling you like, you have to, you have to come here. Like, well, Taryn, uh, well,
1: Taryn. <laughs> well, so, so this is, this is a, uh, this is so funny, right? So funny. So, so no comma, but so super funny. So, you know, I'm like Jones. Jones on the shit, whatever, but, uh, we all get that, but it's so funny. <laughs> this is so funny, right? So about, about probably three, it's about three years now. Three years now, I had a I had an ex-girlfriend and broke up. And then one of recently I put a video on Instagram last October, I believe, of, I was trying on different outfits. And and I made like a reel, right? And her one of my ex-girlfriends, her friend, like still follows me. And her friend DM'd me on Instagram was like, Hey, you should follow this like influencer um and so i followed him and i was like oh he's such a super such dope styles or whatever right and i would like always comment on his stories and we just began talking and then flirting and stuff like that and um and so I, that and so i was like and he came to texas and it was like just it was like it just we're navigating that situationship um and so i was like yo he has the career that i want he's a dope person. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see where it goes. Right. Um, and so that played a part in New York, but not like the total end all be all of New York. Um, and yeah, so that, that played a part, but also I wanted to, I've always wanted to come to New York and, you know, it, you know, <laughs> you know it, made, it, it made it better, but, you know, and I found a job, I found everything else, and, mm-hmm. but to be 100% transparent, that played probably 20 19% of my decisions, I was like, yo, let's see, let's see where this goes. Um, and let me get in, let me kind of not use him. Uh, but I think a lot of relationships, or friendships, or whatever you may call it, can be very mutually beneficial mm-hmm. for both parties. And he's in an industry that I would love to be in. He does work with, you know, brands that I would love to do. So if nothing else, let me like learn from him. And so it's always been going a-okay and um luckily i that wasn't my sole purpose on moving to new york um but yeah i did just i did play like a little 19 18 percentage but not not 100 <laughs> percent. well i do i do think that is like uh
2: for in my opinion at least like that is like uh the the danger and the sort of thing i feel like you always have oh, to, yeah. i mean sort of what we talked about before where it's like it's important to be able to be self-reliant like be able to be on your own because I think there is like uh there's almost like a like an addiction uh that people can get to not necessarily even just a person but like the way Mm -hmm. that a person can like hook you on them. Um and like uh I feel like that's where like if you move somewhere else away from your entire support system to be with Mm -hmm. like this one other person like uh and you have no other like prospects or any sort of like uh like a desire to be there other than to be with that person. That's where it's like okay. I don't know if this is you or if this is them, mm-hmm. but if, no. if, if you have your own sort of drive to be there, uh, to do your own thing, um, like if, if this thing with this, uh, this, this dude like didn't, didn't work out like to like mm-hmm. tomorrow, it just went to pieces. You'd still be like, yeah, but I'm in York. This is great. Uh, no, I think that's, that's where you're like, no, okay, I find, okay. find
1: another millionaire. <laughs> 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 <Joking>. <laughs> Uh, I'm jokes, but I'm uh, no, seriously. And it was just like a, it was like a, oh, this would be dope. You know what I mean? And so more into the type of industry. Um, anytime I say type of industry, it's, it just makes my mind think of something else. But anytime I, you know, enter like the influencing industry and just getting more knowledge on that would be hella cool. Um, and yeah, and so that that played a part But I agree, like moving just solely for someone else. It's not the best decision because if that situation falls, then you're basically, life is in shambles because you picked up your life to have like total mendation of the situation with this other person. Mm-hmm. And now this. Situation's done, and you're kind of looking like, "What do I do now?" I would never be left with egg on my face, Teron. <laughs> ever, ever, ever. I always, I always have options. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: <laughs> so t- tell tell me more about this, situ- this situation then, because I'm curious.
1: Like, uh, like, um, um, is is, so, is, it, is it serious? So it's, it's, so, it's so funny. So it's <laughs> it's serious too a point where having fun, enjoying the, see also I'm 24. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's 27. So not significantly older, but, um, but, and I, I, he's really successful in what, in what he does. And I think, um, I don't think, I don't think he can like, I'm a, I'm like a needy person at times. Like I want, I want to feel that like, hey, like, I want to talk to you, and I wanna, like hang out with you, stuff like that. And so his, his, he's like a workaholic as well, and so his industry kind of takes precedent, honestly, to anything at mm-hmm. this point. And so, no, we're just, we're just like, hey, we'll, we'll you know, actually, funny. This is a, this is a funny slash horrible, horrible. um horrible thing but i think it's funny i don't care um (laughs) this is horrible but i was yesterday yesterday night i was like getting i was at uh, i was at one of my friend's house one of my quote quote unquote friends like friends friends you know like friends oh friends you know friends um and (laughs) it's so funny you like cook some salmon right and i um so this, this so this you know the guy called and i was like Hey, uh, can I step into the hallway? My mom is calling me really fast. And I was like, <laughs> in the hallway talking to the other dude. For like 20 minutes, I feel like such an ass. But, you know, be damned if you do, damned if you don't. I never, you know, be damned if you do, damn if you don't. But no, it's not, it's not serious, but it's, you know, it's fun. And I like who likes me, TBH. Mm-hmm. And I like if you treat me well, um, if you have a lot of life, you're kind to me. This is like for women and men. If you're kind to me, is it's like really doesn't matter if I vibe with you. But oftentimes if you are if you have something that I can learn or like that I not like want, but something that I like look up to. And honestly, Terry now i'm saying that this could like, really go back it's just so sick. this could go back to like my maybe having like daddy issues, probably who knows, <laughs> but it could just be like if I can like pick up something or learn something, I like really appreciate that too and if you're in a sector of space that I like want to be in it's just it's just so so funny um that you know, it kind of intrigues me a little bit more um and so its yeah, and I talked to him about podcasting and He's like in the sphere, and I like I love it, and yeah, this is, yeah, dope guy. Nothing serious, though. So I just moved here. I just got. I just been here for a week. You know, let let me uh let me let me let me, let me go on different hangs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and so he, he's a a cool cool dude that I'm definitely have learned a lot from, and um, hopefully we'll continue to learn a lot from.
2: Well, you mentioned like uh, the specifically, you know, your relationship with men. Tends to yeah. be less secure. Um, yeah, have you
1: have you found that to be true oh, in this case? Taren, when when I was in Texas, we started talking when I was in Texas, and I remember talking to my therapist like so many times, so many times. Like, we could be talking, and then he like sucks at tech, like horrible at texting, Hor- horrible at texting, <laughs> horrible at calling back. Um, he'll like write on like on my Instagram like post like several different things like, instead of like text me i'm like like what's actually going on right i used to tell my therapist like okay i'm done like every probably like, every other week i'd be like okay i'm just gonna delete the whole thread of text messages because i'm down like i don't I, i'm like I'm, I'm over it and then he'll, and then he'll say hi and i'm like oh, oh my god you know? <laughs> literally such an easy little trollop um and it'll be it'll be it'll be so funny just how that how that because and then he'll say say he doesn't like talk to me or something like that i just get very insecure and he'll call me i'm like oh my gosh x y and z but then after a certain point he his his career takes president he's always been honest with me about that and um just his craft and you know he's been in his career longer than he's known me and so i wouldn't you know want to like especially at this point like take pre- take precedent um but then he came out to texas and then it was like it was a very fun time i um, mean then actually though recently we got into like a little spat because it was actually thanksgiving holiday because i was like i sent him a voice memo saying because I haven't heard from him in like two, like on the phone, like talking on for like two weeks. Texted, and he, but he sucks at texting, and so it's like, how can you actually connect? I sent him a voice memo um, saying, "Like, hey, I, my feelings are like, hurry! The fact that you like, I haven't heard from you in a week. I've been like two weeks in calling um, X, Y, and Z, and then he's off." And and so he was like, he pulled like the most douchebaggest thing—not douchebag, because he's always been honest with me. He just said what if like, maybe we should like start over. And I think like, I put like pressure on him to like act in a role that he didn't want to act in and necessarily like a relationship. I'll have to like call or text. But I'm just like, these are natural human things. If my friend was being a piss poor com- communicator, I would say the exact same thing. But I think, I think when you are like with some, like talking to someone older, it can oftentimes be like, you can be needy or X, Y, Z in the situation. We're kind of past that. Um, just because, yeah, I kind of was over it. And I think I adjusted my expectations in my mind. I'm just like, I ain't going to really like expect X, Y, and Z from mm-hmm. this. I'm just going to have fun. And if we both can get something out of it, we can both get something out of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so <laughs> it would be good. But no, so it's not It's not like serious. But if a person flies out to Texas, I feel like that's and I flew down here to New York before I moved here. I feel like, I feel like that's like kind of not really kind of serious it could be, but we're both some hoes. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean,
2: I, I, I think, I think it's, um, I mean, there, there's a lot of things that could be at play, right? Like, um, yeah, like, uh, and, and you know, I, uh, I'm, I'm feeling protective of you, Jacob. I want you to, to, to guard you your should. heart here because no, I, some should. of these <laughs> things I don't, I don't like here. I don't like the sound of some of these things. No,
1: Sharon. I kid you not. I don't either. Yeah. But you know, when like you like someone and like a lot and you know, that probably in the back of your mind, you're being a dumbass mm-hmm. and in certain, and in certain ways you wouldn't stand for this in other situations, but because of this person you do, mm-hmm. you're much more likely to accommodate. And when in other situations you kind of like, okay, like I I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down and obviously like, you don't want, like you're not making time for me. X, Y, and Z. I will trust me i i i oftentimes have been feeling like that, and but it's just it's i don't know i was and then i was i was with what well, I' call my friend um we was just say he's my friend, and I felt like the biggest ass because i' I've been talking to him for since may august not since not not been that long, but I like him so much, but also I was with someone else and then he called on FaceTime because I called him earlier during the day. And he called on FaceTime and then I told I told my quote unquote friend, I was like, Hey, my mom's calling, let me step outside. And I was like, Like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like this person does not really put in time or energy, but you're like gonna maneuver your ass to lie and say, Hey, my mom is calling, so I'm gonna step outside for fifteen minutes on FaceTime and I had to put in my, like court headphones. To whisper in the apartment, I felt like such the biggest slur. It was horrible, but no, Taryn. When I tell you a dumb bitch knows when they're being a dumb bitch, yeah, and definitely at moments I'm being a dumb bitch, and so. <laughs> well, I mean,
2: like, the, well, the thing is that, like, you know, somebody can really, and it doesn't even have to be intentional, but like, somebody can really. Uh, like, um, get into a place where they have a lot of power over you. Um, whether again, whether they're intentionally wielding it or not. Um, and, and like I said, like you can have this kind of addiction where it's almost more powerful because it's not always there. So it's like you crave it, you crave it, you crave it, you get it, and it's, it's the best you've ever experienced because you've Mm -hmm. you've been craving it for so long. And then, and then it's a dry spell again. And then, okay, and then you get it again. And it's like you're being, you know, uh,
1: you're being Taryn, led, right? Oh my gosh! Stop talking! <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, no, Taryn. When I tell you what you say is basically my life, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm, yeah, it is. And the thing is, I know it is. Yeah. I, I kid you not, I know it. Yeah. I know it is. You can know it, like, and I, you're still trapped. Yeah, literally. And I, and I'm, and I'm. Uh, it's like how do you get untrapped it's i mean it's a process probably but like yeah. i don't i don't i don't know if i'm it's so That's the thing. the, the reason like, you can't get untrapped know, like, is because you don't, don't want to be untrapped you're trapped because you're
2: trapped from your own desires <laughs> it's tricky it's tricky this
1: is this is why i think dating people that are older and a lot more successful than you can be dangerous
2: well then, yeah there's a definite power imbalance i imagine there's Go a ahead. power imbalance
1: because Taryn. I remember. <laughs> I, I remember. Right. We. It was. Oh, I came to New York. Um, came for some casting, and wait. So I'm such a dumb bitch, Tara. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, but I so I came to New York, and uh, it was our first first time meeting up. We went to the Armani restaurant. Super. Fancy restaurant, right? And I was, I was like getting, I was like, he was like, oh, let me see what your palate's like. Pick out the wine, and for me, I go to Walmart and give me a little, little twelve dollars sucker and call it a day. And so the rest of they had, they brought out the iPads, and so they had like these numbers on the side of the wines, right? And I thought the numbers were calories because I just wasn't really paying attention. I was like, okay, like these are just calories. Mm and they have all this we got a whole bottle of wine right and so i like and you know when you're going out with someone like oh let me like let me pay thank the lord baby jesus on earth that i did not pay because Taren, i would have been in the kitchen scrubbing, scrubbing yeah. dishes scrubbing floors bottle of wine could you not two grand for a bottle of wine ridiculous yeah ridiculous and i think I like peeped over the tap when he was paying ice. I was like, and in my mind, I'm like, I thought those were the calories that went with the wine. Not, it was, it was a mess. I mean, and 2000 I think,
2: calories for, for one. Is that be, That'd be a lot of calories of alcohol. Oh, yeah. see, I
1: don't, I don't really, I don't know calorie intake. I don't, I just saw numbers. And I was like, this for sure. It can be, yeah. you know, the price wine. you know what I mean? Like who would, you know? <laughs> um, and I think, and that's why I'm like, person that has like x y and z resources you can kind of be like that can add to the desire or mm. the more desirable kind of characteristics and kind of can have you in that hold. and so in the same way like maybe you aren't being i don't i wouldn't say i'm being treated bad but not being treated in the way that like you necessarily would prefer mm-hmm. you can have those blind spots because of x y and z you haven't experienced before and the person can like make you experience these things so it's a it's a weird, it's a weird ordeal. I know, t- t- like I said, dumb bitches know knows when they're being dumb bitches. And trust me, de- definitely have moments, I'm You know, like, okay, it's, what are you doing? It's not,
2: it's not a dumb thing, though. It's, it's something that I think a lot of people experience. Totally. I don't think it has to do with being dumb by any means. I think it's just, uh, it's, you know, people, people, they want, they want to love, they want to feel loved. Yeah. And it's that desire that sort of like, again, whether intentional or not, kind of just like, gets taken advantage of in that sense where it's just like, uh, and I think it's a very, it's often a very pure thing. I don't think there's anything uh, dumb about it.
1: No, it's very pure because even, even at times, literally we talked yesterday and this is our conversation that happened yesterday. And he's oftentimes beyond the sentiment of let's just end it because I know you have these expectations Mm-hmm. of me that i'm not want like willing to sacrifice my career and put like you know what i mean and mm-hmm. I'm like let's like stop this then but i'm the person like no like trust me i don't want anything like i'm good like you know what i mean don't worry about me like you you won't break my heart like i'm i'm going it's like okay like i mean like if if something changed like come to me and talk to me and we can have an honest conversation and if you say hey i i expect x y and z and i say I don't think I'm in a place to give you that and you can do what you see fit as being accordingly. But I just put myself in, in positions to experience that when thinking like, Oh yeah, I'm good. Like, I don't, I don't need like all these things, but in fact, I think I want all these things, but I'm just like dialing it back because of losing that person. Um, uh, you know, rather than getting kind of what you deserve. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a hard place to be. It is. I don't know, Tara. We'll see. I, I think we're hanging out this week, um, so, so <laughs> we, we, will, we will. I think we're going to continue that conversation. Yeah. And so, you know, love, love life um, is love life is a fun. I always, I always have fun with like love. I don't think I've ever been in love though. Mm-hmm. I've never been in love before. Yeah, I don't think I've ever have because even I never say I love you to a person. Like yeah. I mean, not like in a like an intimate way. Mm-hmm. Um, I had like, um, I think two of my girlfriends said to me, like it was just like so hard for me to say it back. And then I've never said it to a guy before So, so, so oftentimes, so yeah, I've never been in love before. Dang. I'm also hella young. So I'm not like, I'm not, I'm not focusing on love. I'm really, I'm not, I'm focusing on much experiences and people, um, cause love will come like I'm a, I'm a dope ass guy. Like, you know, love will come to me or I will come to love or however the saying goes, but so I'm not really focused on that, but it's just funny when I look at it and it's just like, huh, I've never been in love because I feel like I'm a very, like I want love so much, but I've never been in it, but I don't want love so much. Cause I'm not focused on it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think it will feel like? Like how pain. will you know pain? I think it'll be, yeah, I think it'll be very like, I think it'll hurt a lot. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if it should hurt a lot okay, probably maybe I have a warped view of love. I'm talking about like, if you love someone in an end, just from my mind is going, but I think when you're in the presence of love, I think it has that comfortability of like, you feel secure with that being your person. Um, and you know that that person is willing to sacrifice things to make you happy. um, and we'll do like we'll do things, actively do things, not just say things that really puts you in the forefront and makes you feel like you're in the forefront of their minds at different moments. And I think that's I think that's all I want. And I don't need like the word love. I think all I need is the the action that I associate with love is you putting you, you putting me in a place where I feel completely valued and known and, and sought after and, and heard and thought of. Um, and cared for Um, and I just feel secure with you being my person Mm -hmm. it could be at that time you know people fall in and out of love all the time but I at least wanted it to be I feel secure with you being my person I don't think I've ever had that security like yeah any relationship just like oh you're my person and I can fall on that
2: yeah yeah I think it should I mean I think it's it's, it can be scary and I think it should should be scary right but but I think the the key is what you're saying that you know you're with somebody that you can face that fear with right like as a
1: team yeah TBH. Yeah. we'll see hmm. well L is for the way you look you know that song yeah <laughs> a little parent trap plug oh that's not parent trap they just sang the song on oh, parent trap I'm so young <laughs> I'm so young I'm not me thinking that's from parent trap that song originated from parent trap I know it didn't I know it originated somewhere else but yeah
0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DVD prohibited by law. See terms and conditions.
2: 18+. Do you uh how do you feel about um about aging? Uh you talk about being young a lot. Is is uh <laughs> I mean is I mean it, there's nothing nothing wrong with that necessarily, but yeah. do you, are do you fear getting older?
1: Are you talking about like aesthetically wise or just like Anything. in the whole aspect of aging? Any of any of it? Um I f- I think I think I say like, oh, I'm young to make things in my life, not as serious. Yeah. Um, and so when I, when I do get older, and things do get serious and not just in relationships, but like in every sense of the word, you know, I, I talked about my career. Like I'm, I'm so young. I can figure like exactly what I want to do. Well. I'm so young. I can like find a person. I'm so young. I can do all this stuff. Um, yeah. I think it, it getting older could bring like some anxiety to, to my life. If I don't have, or haven't achieved X, Y, and Z. And I don't even know what those X, Y, and Z things are now. But if, I, if I'm not happy or content in my life, in my career, um, my love life, it can be very, I think I kind of daunt on that a lot, uh, daunt on that a lot. But, and like, even even like aesthetically wise, kid you not, I'm a very, and I'm trying to work on this, but I'm a very like vain person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Zoom being remote, COVID it did not help because we're looking at ourselves on camera all the time and you know, being on the podcast and I mean, I look in the mirror all the time and I, I think I told you, but it's not anything I hide or anything like that, but I got, I got like injections done Mm -hmm. like six, like in the temples under the cheek and then in the jaw, just like have some more definition and like have everything pulled up, zipped up tight, sucked up and everything good. And, uh, I, 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 aesthetics to me mean a lot. And I think it's because I don't know if that's the only thing that I've had to really utilize for a long time, or I've, I've utilized like looks for a long time for myself other than other things. Um, and I think that's something that I'm trying to work on and it's not, and I think it's, it's a form of like body dysmorphia as well. Um, was like not seeing yourself accurately. And I think I have a trouble time seeing myself accurately and, and not, and just focusing in on what can be improved. And as you get older, you kind of go through ebbs and flows of that. And so I, I'm, yeah. And so it's all that to say, yeah, I do wonder and have anxiety about getting older and like, you know, I'm not, I'm not there yet, but I do cuddle my young age. So like, okay, I can. I can do X, Y, and Z because I'm young and I don't have to have my life together right now at the point that I do have to have my life on. Hopefully I'm not making all of the young, um, young mistakes or young decisions that I'm like, I can actually make now because I am young, you know? Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. I I feel like, um, I feel like it's a thing that when you're a kid and maybe it's especially if you don't, didn't feel like you naturally fit in. But, like, I feel like mm-hmm. your thing as a kid, like, the first thing that really, like, was your thing that helped you feel more comfortable as you, that you identified with as yourself, that, like, you were able to, like, you know, this is how other people knew, this is how other people, mm-hmm. uh, like, interacted with you about, like, I feel like that becomes this, like, very built-up thing in your head, even mm-hmm. even after you get out of that stage, uh, where it's, like, if, if your thing when you were younger is, like, uh, oh, you're, you're so handsome. You're, you're so, you're so pretty. Yeah. Uh, and that's what, that's what you felt like people liked you for. Then like, that's really going to like dig in, um, and be, become essentially like a cornerstone of your entire identity, which is so dangerous because I know,
1: know uh, <laughs> no, you're so right. You're so, are you, Aaron, did you major in like any psychology or anything like that um i didn't i i i i
2: thought about it though i, I took a lot of, i i um i took a lot
1: of psychology classes yeah but that I like I mean, your um assessment of different things that we've talked about today thank you it brings it to like a full circle moment where they would be like damn you know like that's very it could be just for people skills as well you know yeah i mean i you know i
2: I, I, just, I mean, don't, don't just like, listen to me either. Like, I'm just like, I'm just a person. You know, like, I'm not uh, taking you as a, I'm not taking you as a
1: grand dog. Yeah. Or like that.
2: Yeah. It's just like, you know, uh, I feel like especially when you're able to have conversations like this, this is why I love these conversations and I found them so valuable is that like, um, I do feel like, you know, I, I've talked to people who all, like there are usually like common threads that like, um, you know, that they all tend to, uh, you know, have, you know, similar. So they come from similar places. They're like, we're, we're all so much more similar than I think we think we're always like in our own heads about like, I have all these problems and like, I am this and I am that. Uh, but, um, because you always like, uh, I think especially in our society like, you want to hide all of your faults and, and, you know, post all of your best things on Instagram. Um, yeah. and, uh, and so, you know, it, it, you, it can feel a little bit lonely in your own head about like, uh, well, like I'm, I'm like this, I'm broken or mm-hmm. every, everybody else is not broken, but we're all, we're all broken and we're all broken the same way. And, um, no, you like know, that. I think very that, comforting. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, being able to like, accept that not only for other people, but for yourself, um, is, uh, is I think really important. Oh.
1: It really is. Yeah, it really is. I'm, I'm excited to, to continue to grow and learn more about, Who I am and it comes with all like and I'm and I'm ready for all like the highs of highs and the lows of lows. I say I'm ready when it comes, I'll probably be in shambles, but I'm like I'm just I'm excited to experience more life and whatever aspect that comes in and and not being afraid to put my needs first. Um because I, I feel I feel like I can be or I'm granted, here. I'm about to say it again, it can be selfish because I am so young and I really only, I don't, you know, I can only really focus on myself. I don't have anyone else to really worry about and besides, you know, people close to me, my friends and family. But just really focusing on me and what makes me happy is an important factor that I'm taking into this new era of life that mm-hmm. I just encountered. And I don't think it needs to be
2: selfish either. Like, I think it's just... Yeah. Uh... Like, I don't think that's how you need to uh, describe it. I think it's, uh, I think it's something that you should do. You're focusing on you. It's you're focusing on making sure that you're happy. That's, uh, you know, that's what, what, what anybody should be doing.
1: TBA, honestly. Yeah. (laughs) Is that what you're focusing on doing? I'm always focusing. I mean, you did just, you did just move to San Diego. Yeah. Uh, I
2: mean, that's always been, you know, ever since I was in like high school, I've always like, uh, I mean, that's, that's been my life, just like introspection and self-improvement and just trying to get to a, a a better place in my own
1: head. Um, which, uh, I'm like, I, I was thinking about this yesterday and, and, um, this kind of just popped up and it's funny that I'm talking to you today. But I am really excited about my life right now, mm-hmm. um, in all facets. Like even in a new role at my current company, excited about that. Excited about being in a new city. And I was, and I thought about this, and this is this is so funny because this is the like first time since I've turned twenty one that I didn't apply for like one of the like competition reality shows. Uh, and just cause I want to experience my life right now, you know, and, uh, it's the first time I kid you not, since I've turned 21 that I just have not, um, done it. And I was thinking about the other, that there, about, I was thinking about that the other day. It's like, wow, like I'm, I'm happy. not saying people who go on the shows aren't happy, but this is just something really new for me that I want to really take hold of and hold tight and experience everything dealing with it. You know?
2: Yeah. I think that's great. I mean, that's, that's how. Um, that's how I felt, uh, for, really? for a while now. Like I, like I've, I, I, and I never had like a super strong desire to ever go on one of these shows, but like, um, I find that the, like the older I get and the more content with my own mm-hmm. life I get, the less of a desire I have to, to do one of these shows, but even just to like compete at all. Uh, just like the idea of any, any competition just exhausts me. Uh, (laughs) like I just don't have the time for it. Like what has it ever given me? Nothing. Um, and and I've never liked it, but, but you know, there've been parts of me, especially when I was younger that like, I wanted to be able to prove myself in some way or like, um, Mm -hmm. you know, anything like that. But, uh but it's 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 just uh for for me at least it's just like i why like uh yeah. i and, and and i find that it does correlate with like the happier i am the less mm-hmm. i care about competition or any kind of like yeah proving myself or anything like that so um i do think that the there's there's again for me definitely a correlation there
1: yeah i i like that that makes me i mean feel happier knowing that like if i work that that my process as well because this is new because i've always had the wanting um to do it and I, I still still probably you know who knows probably will do it yeah say i'm sad tomorrow <laughs> I'll probably say, you know what i mean but like right now i was thinking about this i i and i was thinking of this actually for a while now probably for a month um in my anticipation of moving to new york and just like going into the different meeting new people and the different career different job i was like yeah i don't think i want to like sit in this and I want to take everything that it's worth and hold on to a And Yeah. I I was very happy when I thought about that because I've always had, you know, a, a dream of getting on one of these shows, but, and I always said, I've always been like, yo, I don't care if my wife is like eight months pregnant, I'm going on one of these shows. If I got chosen, right. Um, I, who knows, who knows, um, if I will, but yeah, I've always kind of had that. So it's, it's really nice to sit in contentment with life right now, and excitement in life right now too. You know,
2: and I and I think it's good to to have that level of introspection to be able to like appreciate it too. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I, and and you're very fresh in it, but like, um, I you know, I think a thing that happens all the time is that people like lifestyle creep is a thing like, uh, Mm -hmm. like all all kinds of like, um, you know, you, you get a raise, you immediately start spending more money to get back to the same Mm -hmm. place. And, and yeah, I think it's very easy to just like, you know, everything that was, that used to be exciting and and happy becomes routine and, and, and Um, and so for me, uh, like being in the place I am, like, I, I really, really try to make sure that I am, constantly just grateful and appreciative for mm. like where i am especially knowing where i've been um yeah. because uh because it 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 helps it, it i think it helps keep me in that place and not like uh constantly needing more or anything
1: mhm dang that's big i i like i like that Man, i'm just Sharon. I, I i like i like the, i like this gig i i like i like, I like you in this chair and, um, assessing and, and, just giving your like input is, you give a, a sense of like clarity to my jumbled thoughts. Um, and I appreciate that.
2: Well, I, I, I don't think your thoughts have been very jumbled, Jacob. I think that you've, oh, you've
1: expressed you. yourself very well. Um,
2: <laughs> and, uh, and I want, I want, you know, uh, I, I know you, I know you pump yourself up, but I also, I want you to, I want, I don't want you to put yourself down, Jacob. I think that you, uh, I think
1: that you're, you're, you're great. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Seriously, I do. I think I think I can. I mean, I like I like jokingly saying like, oh yeah, I'm Jacob Jones, like dope as hell, X Y and Z. But I, I can be very uh, insecure and hard on my hard on myself at times in different facets of life. And so, getting words of affirmation from people who you know you enjoy and you respect it means a lot. Well, I'll say this to you, Jacob, and I'll say it to the people that uh, will uh,
2: hopefully be listening this Mm -hmm. uh you you are uh i think just a a really great person to know and a great person to to talk to because of like just the consistently positive presence that you bring like you do like you you will occasionally put yourself down just like jokingly Mm -hmm. sometimes yeah uh which is which is Mm fine but like uh, and you also like you know sort of in a jokingly way as well kind of like Pump yourself up, but that's never in a way that puts other people down. Like, and I think yeah. that's like that's the key to like your presence uh, to me at least is that you you're constantly trying to build other people up, um, mm-hmm. and and I think that's so valuable. And I, I it's like it definitely doesn't go unappreciated by me. I'm <laughs> sure it doesn't go unappreciated by uh, by a lot of the people you know, um, because. Uh, like, I don't know, I don't know where this comes from, but like, it, it feels like you really care about making the people around you feel good about themselves. Um, yeah. and, uh, and that's like, it's not that common to, to know people <laughs> like that. A lot of people, yeah. even though you are, you know, as you said, focused on making yourself happy, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, maybe, maybe part of it is that, you know, part of what makes you happy is helping build up the people around you because that's what it feels like to know you.
1: Yeah. I, I, I. I appreciate you saying that because I, I think I do tend to, um, go on that kind of area a, a lot of times with people that I'm in contact with or, you know, that I do stuff with. Um, and it's kind of, you, I don't know. I've, I've always been like that in my life um even in elementary school where there's like you know teachers me telling teachers you know like going up to them like after school and saying like hey like i really appreciate you like doing this um for me i think you did this really well it's always it's oftentimes (laughs) been that i think because teachers have such a hard job and they can't like in a sense they can be terrorized or bullied by you know the students and they're not the pop the most popular person and anytime that i can like build someone up and um, affirm them because everyone likes to like, at least hear something nice about them or hear like, Hey, you're doing this well, or Hey, I appreciate that you do this. And I don't think many people do that for others. And in the small aspects that I do do something that I appreciate, I love to pinpoint it and, and let them know that hey hey i feel extremely valued by this and what you did like meant a lot to me and thank you so much for you know i saw this characteristic and you know how you talked or what you did and it you know made me feel this way And so i appreciate i appreciate you like recognizing that because it's not something that i do like you know consciously sometimes it kind of just like overflows when i'm like talking and i see like hey dang that was really good that you said that um but it is something that i i if i look back on i have tend to i have tend to you know partake in a lot and i i happy to do it you know i'm a yeah i'm happy to do it (laughs) (laughs) i like to be kind like i i i'm a i'm a very like very like sweet sweet person like i'm I think i'm I'm very tender, I'm very kind, I'm very sensitive um not saying not sensitive is not even a bad word um like not a negative connotation, but I'm just all these different things that revolve around feelings, and I think I can take on people's feelings as well, and I want hopefully people to have the best feelings and I like you know the crew that I ride with to be all bad bitches, and if I can make that come out of you, we're gonna do it, baby, and so yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's, that's,
2: that's, uh, it's great. And, and, you know, I think especially, you know, again, sort of going back to, uh, you know, growing up and, and being, being a boy and, you know, having, yeah. having a father that maybe isn't there, uh, that you're in yeah. the presence at least, um, there's definitely, I think, a difficulty for, uh, for, for men to be able to like, uh, build each other up in a, in a, in, in an emotional way, uh, without, uh, without it, um, you know, I guess, uh, without toxic masculinity coming in and trying to swipe it away. Right.
1: I never have toxic masculinity with my, with my, um, with my guy friends. Never. Just because I kind of like love that barrier to be down. Like, all of like my best friends were like, I like say like, Hey, I love you. It's just like, just, there's, I, first of all, I love saying the word. I love you. I've never say in a romantic context, but I love telling people that are around me. Hey, I love you. Um, and so it's just like those things that, because I, you know what I hate, Taryn? You know what I hate so much? When like you so say, you tell one of your friends, um, one of your guy friends, Hey, love you. And they say, love you too, bro. Oh, that makes me want to rip off their esophagus, tearing because bro doesn't have to be there. You're saying it because this is an emotional word and you don't want to have like that. You don't want to be soft in that aspect. So you're going to put bro on it to add a much more harder exterior to it. But it's pointless Just say, I love you, too. And then that can be it. And it it pisses me off every time you say like, oh, I love you to a guy and one of your friends. And they say, I love you, too, bro. Don't call me bro. First off. You know it's use bro, it's like in my mind, yeah, they may have a authentic, um and genuine, you know, response, like, Hey, I love you too. But for me, bro, it just has that underlining thing of I don't want this to be very soft. And so mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to get away from that by putting bro in there to mess it up. But no, I want the rawness, I want the softness, and I'm a very soft and um like cotton candy, just melting your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I love you, Jacob. I love you too, bro. Oh. <laughs> oh, Tara, I kid you not. Stabbed. I Tara, I I love you, Taryn. Like you have been so fun with me, and I just like know all of like the updates that we've done and the, the vibe and the chemistry that we have is is like it's so dope. And anytime I get a chance to talk to you um like on a platform, I'm just it's just like it for me, it makes my day. Oh, I appreciate that. Of course, of course, you know? And so I really do. Like, I remember the first time I was on with you, I was nervous because, you know, after you talk shit about me um, <laughs> and I was like, oh, am I going to like, you know, cuss this man out on air? What's going to happen? But I was very shy and nervous. And I'm so glad that I've, as I've um been podcasting and just, you know, living life, um, I'm glad that my like real personality has like came out and people seem to like it. Yeah, they should. As they should, baby. They should. All right.
2: Uh, What's what's next? Where you're in New York? What's what's in your future?
1: Um, So I'm gonna go out to dinner sometime this week. I'm actually going out to. So so funny. I'm going out to dinner tomorrow with one of my ex girlfriends. Uh, which is so funny She like DM me on Instagram was like, Hey, let me welcome you to the city. I always leave all relationships. And I mean, like I'm, I'm a good partner. I'm a, I'm such a good partner. (laughs) I'm I always leave them like, you know, like uh, we want more. Like I tell you, I'm a really good partner. And I know this about myself because I'm very caring. Um, and I just like, and I, I like to, I like to make both parties like happy, but not voting my own, you know um convictions or anything like that but i'm a really good partner and she was like yo let me like um let's go out to eat i want to welcome you to the city so going out with her tomorrow but other like things that honestly i have no idea what's next for me to be honest i legit have no idea other than i feel like i I feel like i will actually going to a because i'm booked with this one agency. Um, but it was mainly in Austin, like my Molly Angie. was mainly in Austin, came to New York a few times for work. But it's another agency, it's a big agency that I looked up and they're doing like a casting call in New York. Um, and like from like I think one or three next week. So I'm gonna go to that, see what's up with that. Um and I don't know, I'm just gonna get into as many opportunities that I can in the city. Um, just to wanna meet new people, wanna experience new things and just wanna have a fun ass life right now in um, a genuine ass life and, and an authentic life to me and wanting to be surrounded with those type of people, people that like me, people that build me up and people that, you know, value me as I do them. And so I don't know what's next for me. We will see. The, okay. the, yeah. the sky is what's next for me. I'm shooting for the sky. There you go. You'll see what comes. <laughs> I'll uh, see what comes. Where can people, where can people find you? If they, if they want to join you on this journey. People can find me anywhere on social media at, well, Twitter and Instagram, um, at Jacob J underscore Jones. And, um, yeah, I, I, I capture my life. I've been doing a lot of more, a lot more videos. Um, basically I did one for my going away party in Texas. And then I did one for my first week in New York, which my first week will be like. Next one, this Wednesday, it'll be a complete week, but I've been just taking videos and moments of different things that I've enjoyed that I've gone to and just putting them together in a rail with some music and making it happen. I'm trying to get into my creative bag a lot more Mm -hmm. Um, because I don't think that's been exercised. Um, other than kind of podcasting, that's the only aspect that I can like, I feel as I have been able to let go of my creativeness and let my juices flow. But I'm excited to just get more into that. So yeah, you can follow my journey and everything that I'm doing on those social medias. And yeah, this has been like a, a real privilege of mine. It's, like be sitting here talking to you about my life. It's been a privilege of mine, Jacob. It's, it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> Thank you for doing it. Of course. Anytime, anytime. I can't wait to be back with you on the beauty streets. Yes. Um Soon. Yeah. There you go. That was Jacob Jones
2: here on the Terran show. Uh, This was great. You know, he he's in a, a stage of his life right now, where I think there's a lot of introspection, going on, a lot of, uh, reflection, thinking about where he wants to be and where he wants to go, and uh, you know, it's always just, it's a good time talking to Jacob. he's, uh, he's very fun to talk to, and he's, uh, a great guy to, uh, to know, so I hope you all enjoyed this episode of The Terran Show. Next week, I'll be talking to Jeremy Carey, uh, a.k.a. Fifi O'Hara from RuPaul's Drag Race. I played a game of sequester with him, and, uh, uh, and he's 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 really 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 great to talk to. He has an amazing story, and uh, I'm really excited for all of you to hear it. Make sure you don't miss out because it's a good one. Thank you once again for joining me here this week, and I will see all of you next time. It's the Terran Show.
1: Well is that it? That's it. We did it. Are we done?
2: We're done. Oh, perfect. Good time How was you. it? That was great.
1: Uh, I I really like that. Yeah. Hey, I, I had a blast. I, I didn't even feel like um it was a recording. It was just like very authentic and it was good. Okay, round
0: two. Name something that's not boring.
1: A laundry?
2: Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh?
0: Oh. Ah.